from my time at Twitter and Slack was just amazing to see the the cultures in those places. Really ambitious, high performing, fun people to work with, and a real unified kind of view on like what we what we were trying to strive to do and, and build. And that was that was always a really enjoyable a kind of culture and workforce to be part of so it was when we had the opportunity then to build you know kind of your own business from scratch and your own culture from scratch it was really trying to take the best parts of that and tailor them to be to to, to still be kind of uh, unique to Jim Plus Coffee but you know it was, it, that's I think some of the stuff that we that we really really focused on Welcome to the Digital Irish Podcast a podcast all about Irish innovation This podcast interviews entrepreneurs, investors, creators, global leaders, talks to them about what they're working on right now and what we can learn from their experiences. This podcast is brought to you by the Digital Irish Network, a not-for-profit organization which aims to highlight Irish innovation all over the world. I'm your host, Dave Byrne. Welcome to this episode of the Digital Irish Podcast. It has been too long since we brought you an interview, but as you could probably tell by my voice, I have been a little bit congested for the last few weeks. So I've been pushing back a lot of the interviews that we had lined up, but now that I'm recovering, we're gonna kick back into things right away. And we have a great episode to kickstart us. We'll be talking to Niall Horgan, who is the co-founder of Gym Plus Coffee. If you don't know what Gym Plus Coffee is, it is a athleisure brand that has really taken off in the last couple of years. Now, Niall will talk us through the opportunity of athleisure. However, the thing that we were most interested in and what we talk about in today's episode is around the idea of how to apply learnings from the tech industry where Nile used to work into building a culture and a community in the workplace today and the challenges and opportunities that we have at our fingertips in this kind of hybrid world that we experience today. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you so much for taking out the time and joining us today. So I wanted to start off with basically setting the scene. I'd love to take you back to when you and your co-founders came up the, with the idea for Gym Plus Coffee. Where did it come from? Yeah, uh, thanks, Dave, and delighted to be uh, on the on the podcast. So, yeah, look, as 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 origin stories go, it's uh, it's kind of an interesting one, I suppose. The idea from Gym Plus Coffee for us. Uh, came at the end of kind of 2016. I was working with a number of tech companies, uh, Twitter and Slack, and I was spending a lot of time in you know West Coast in terms of California, Vancouver, those types of areas. And my two co-founders, Jim and Carl, um, had spent a number of years living in Australia and in, in Melbourne. And I think the first part of our conversation was was just talking about the lifestyles in those parts of the world where people were very passionate about health, fitness, exercise. And we saw it ourselves living there. You, 
you know, you'd base your social schedule around your exercise schedule. So you'd, you know, meet friends for a run and then grab, you know, coffee afterwards. And three of us had kind of come from background of playing, you know, pretty competitive team sport. And, you know, in your late twenties and that had dropped off, there was a bit of a, bit of a gap there. And you, you know, you were missing both the sort of maybe discipline of training and the, and the camaraderie of training. And that was, you know, again, just something that was so easier to fill at the time in places like the U S and Australia. So that was the, that was just kind of the first part of it that we were talking about. And we're like, wow, look, it does feel like this lifestyle is, is really starting to emerge here in, in, in Ireland and in Europe as well, you know, led by the trends and in other places and, you know, boutique gyms and, you know, cool cafes and all that kind of lifestyle was, 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 was really coming out. And that was the part, like, that was the first part of the conversation where we were like, really like this lifestyle has such a positive impact on us all individually and just really wanted to, you know, kind of be part of it. And then, um, I suppose the second part and more of the, the the kind of business part of the conversation came came from what we saw as the kind of the change in people's clothing to match this lifestyle. Um, you know, we noticed it as customers first, like we just wanted that like high quality, you know, versatile uh, pieces of clothing that you could wear all day long. And, uh, and, and from anyone that would know, know me or us, you know, always have been in, in a hoodie anyway. And um, so then we like, the more we looked into that, it was athleisure as this category, you could see a 10, you know, you know, expected to grow from 250 billion globally to 500 billion globally over a 10, 10 year period. So like, it just felt like that there was a big, you know, opportunity here as well that really kind of matched that business ambition with that personal passion. And, and, and that was the kind of the two, two parts of the conversation that happened quickly over a couple of days and um, led us to creating Gym Plus Coffee because what we, what we decided then is that firstly, you know, we wanted to create a brand that represented that type of lifestyle in, in Ireland and in Europe and obviously, you know, ambitions to be, 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 be even broader as the years go on. But, um, you know, that really kind of centralized around that exercising and socializing and trying to promote that in, 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 in the brand message that we wanted to get across. So that was why we gave ourselves a very weird and a very confusing name because we, we do not own gyms and we do not sell coffee. Um, so it's a very fair question, but for us, it was really like, look, it was, that that was pulling the whole brand and ethos and messaging together. And then the second part of that was we saw, look, okay, you know, what's the, the item of clothing that we wear the most that, you know, it's that really high quality, versatile hoodie that you can wear all day long, you know, working out or going to the gym or, you know, chilling out afterwards. So we just really kind of focused on nailing that one product. So those, those were the kind of two things that began it. It was that real probably clear focus and understanding of what we wanted the brand to represent and who we wanted to, to speak to and who our audience would be, and then hopefully match it with a, which we did thankfully with like a really high quality, great product. That was the beginnings of the Gym Plus Coffee journey. So, and then business launched in, in January, 2017, uh, after messing up our, uh, our, our, our initial, uh, our initial uh, plans and didn't launch for Christmas. So we, we launched in, 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 on the 18th of January, the worst time of the year to be launching a new business, but it was what it was. And it's been a bit of a roller coaster since then. What's interesting is like you, you're really focusing in on the lifestyle here. And you mentioned, you know, you worked for companies like Twitter and Slack and, you know, they have free gym, free coffee, but they also have these amazing benefits that we always hear about. And, you know, for, you know, you worked out of San Francisco, so, you know, there's a healthcare benefits and that kind of thing that they provide. So, you know, for for aspiring entrepreneurs who may be working at like a tech company with all of these uh, great benefits um, that are listening to this, like 
how do you make the jump away from all of that, all of that safety net into this startup environment where, you know, all of that is gone and like you, you're really out on your own? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a funny one because, um, yeah, like thankfully it was, you know, I was, had a good career at the time and was very happy with all the perks and benefits a tech company offers, but just felt that there was always a bit of an entrepreneurial itch that um, it, it, it did, you know, want to try it at, at, at some stage. And actually from working in places like Twitter and Slack, you, while, you, you know, they were fantastic places to work, you just, you do just feel even more kind of motivated to potentially do your own thing. Cause you can see like what successful companies or successful startups look like. Look, we didn't panic and jump straight in at the deep end either. As I mentioned, we launched in January, and it wasn't until probably the following Christmas that we, you know, quit our jobs and 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 jumped into it full time, feeling that you know we had a year under our belt. At the time, we felt there was kind of good traction. You know, looking back now, it still was an absolutely mad call. You know, when you look at just you know the the, the state of play, but it, it you know we jumped into it then. So at least for those first for that first year, we didn't have to worry about you know paying ourselves or anything like that, and just ran ran it as a side hustle. Um, but yeah, look, then there was a big call, and I think thankfully very understanding you know partners and wives um, who really sort of backed our belief and ambition for what Plus Coffee could become. And I think that was that was probably that sort of blind ignorance that we had at the time where we really and you know just had such ambitions for the brand and the business so the reality of being a tiny startup you know doing a really small amount of revenue and that you know nothing really going for us we were kind of blinded by and we just were looking at the opportunity that and 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 the passion that we had for it so that kind of fired us into into jumping into it full time but but yeah there are those moments and you look kind of back now a little bit fondly but you know where you'd left i left slack and you know all the the perks and then you know the next day or the following monday was like essentially flyering on the street for gym plus coffee and you know trying to get people to to to, to shop from us so you know it was it, like it was a real a real, a real difference and you know slack were very good to me and you know let me like they, they were moving offices at the time and i was able to you know, essentially take uh, some office chairs that we could use in our new office you know so like it's just wow they were that accommodating like as you were kind of setting things up uh, they were great yeah, they were so good, you know, um, and and uh, uh, I, I don't think anyone, uh, in fairness, um, you know, wishes you unwell when you're trying to do your own thing. Um, and 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 Slack were very accommodating on it, and 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 the Dublin team were amazing. And yeah, little things like that. They were moving offices; they didn't need them. They were going to be thrown out, so I got to take some office chairs, you know. But like, just funny now when you think 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 back about it, uh, that that move from from I guess one world to the other. It's great that you had such uh, such positive support. I, I think one thing that I've heard as well, as you've been talking, is you keep on talking about like your passion, like, you know, that your partners, when they, they were supportive, because they also saw your passion and your, your drive towards this. And uh, I, I want to kind of touch on just, you mentioned earlier the opportunity and that you had this entrepreneurial spirit. Um, but it seems like that the passion seems to be coming through more here. It, there, there feels like that there's something here that other entrepreneurs can learn about in regards to like merging that entrepreneurial spirit, uh, the opportunity and the passion all together. Do you feel like that this uh, gym plus coffee wouldn't be where it is today without that initial passion? Or is it just based off of like opportunity and entrepreneurial spirit? 
Um, like I guess, look, it, it depends on the individual, and everyone everyone has different ways of motivating themselves to get up and kind of go to work and do whatever they're doing. But yeah, for us, it was hugely driven by the passion because, like, the, the, there's a couple of things, right? I can point to is one, you know, we all left like you know good jobs to do it, so yeah, there was no, it wasn't a lucrative decision. Time time will tell there, but so so it wasn't dri- driven by that. Um, you know, there was no significant backing, so I mean, it was incredibly bootstrapped um so again you know there's no perks like we we, we mentioned earlier so but it was just a real passion and belief um or sorry a passion for that lifestyle and wanting to be part of it and encourage others to be part of it and you know hopefully inspire your community and build them around gym plus coffee and you know what we could do then as that business grows of you know supporting you know other organizations and athletes and all this kind of stuff that you could build off the back of it so like that was what was was really firing us up and i think you know just even personally then thinking back to like earlier on in 20s and stuff like that had various entrepreneurial ideas over the years nothing significant but because they were i i was probably looking through the lens of hmm, what would be a good business idea that would make me rich when i was you know 23 or whatever you know had absolutely no follow through in it you know so whatever whatever hurdle number one was i would fall over it and just give up on whatever project i was was working on so it wasn't then until Jim Plus Coffee came along where it was like, you know, put the boot down and, you know, really got got things moving. Um, collectively, we did, you know, because it just was like, uh, it was driven kind of by, yeah, by, by that passion um, and that just, that that energy. And I think we do talk a lot about in Jim Plus Coffee, like momentum um, and like how important that is. Um, and certainly at the start and, well, sorry, at all stages, you really kind of, you know, drive your own momentum throughout the business because, you know, I, I just feel there's a real kind of obviously um, intangible kind of impact that has where, you know, it just feels when you get some wins, you get some more and you get some more and all that kind of um, positivity kind of keeps feeding each other. So so that kind of momentum at the start, if that's kind of at least personally driven by anything other than passion, that would be hard to do. I think that makes so much sense. It's almost like that while you have the opportunity in front of you, it's like, um the passion is the one that kind of pushes you to keep working towards that opportunity. Um, and, and speaking of the opportunity, like, I think, you know, one thing is that you've talked about the lifestyle of like, you know, Hey, like go to the gym, grab coffee and be able to wear clothes that you would feel comfortable in both, in, in both scenarios. I think one thing that we've seen, of course, during the pandemic is this idea of people now working from home. I think, uh, I definitely have started like going into more as uh, athleisure wear, where I'm like, I'm wearing like sweats right now, but they wouldn't be out of place if I went and grabbed, like went to Starbucks or went to like a, uh, any other cafe or restaurant at, at lunch. Um, have you seen, like, I mean, you mentioned, what was it, the $500 billion opportunity that you saw, like, uh, from this industry. Um, has that kind of accelerated as a result of the pandemic because of kind of more people kind of looking at this as an option for even work attire now uh, rather than just kind of casual day-to-day attire as well? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think that the the word you said there makes a lot of sense is accelerated. So again, you know, it was really interesting to see that athleisure as a trend was already, you know, taking off, but also like, uh, you know, 
e-commerce has been around for years, but like got such an accelerant during the COVID period um, for all the obvious reasons. So it was kind of an interesting time for us, you know, at the stage of growth we are, we were at where, you know, thankfully, yeah, we hadn't, you know, it wasn't a formal wear business we had, we had created. It was, you know, an athleisure company and, you know, it was, it was, a demand from customers then because they wanted that high quality gear that they could wear at home, but know that, yeah, like if they had to go back into the office or, you know, anything else that it was still appropriate to wear, but you know, it's, it's funny, like even talking or seeing banker friends or solicitor friends, you know, just how that has changed in four or five years, you know, the suits and ties, you know, certainly are gone unless there's a really sort of a big, big work occasion. So um, it definitely feels like athleisure, I guess, is is broadening into other categories of clothing, be it workwear, you know, um, or, you know, kind of formal wear, but that is still a technical fabric that you can, you know, still look good out for dinner, but it's, you know, a real comfy chino that, you know, is not that kind of unfriendly fabric yet that you that used to be the case. So, um, um, so yeah, like that was, that was uh, that was kind of really interesting to see during that kind of COVID period, and then the difficulties would have come on like, you know, we did, we do have physical retail stores today, would have had to close, and all the problems that come from the supply chain side of things, and not being able to do all our physical events and experiences that would be a big part of the Jim Plus Coffee brand and business to try, you know, create opportunities for people to socialize and exercise. So, um, th- those were kind of the, the challenges, but thankfully throughout it all, you know, there was just this real swell of support for you know local businesses like ours and um and 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 kind of more uh more early early stage businesses i think people were keen to to support and help us kind of get through get through all that and come out come out probably stronger than than we were going into it i mean it sounds silly but i hadn't even thought from the e-commerce perspective plus the athleisure perspective together when you mentioned e-commerce it kind of like brought me to the idea that like you and your co-founders are coming from like a tech background um so what kind of like learnings and experiences are you trying to bring into this startup where you're dealing with uh physical retail and e-commerce but you know primarily e-commerce over the course of the pandemic like from from a founding team we, we probably had slightly different backgrounds you know myself coming from tech tech and that was kind of my background so look there, there was our sort of obvious ones that you take in of just you know from time in twitter understanding a lot about the digital advertising landscape and what that looks like and how how, how you know that that should play a part in, in 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 businesses and stuff like that i think i think probably more so than than anything though was just just taking the approach of how well tech companies um, build culture and trying to bring that into the Jim Plus Coffee uh, into the co- Jim Plus Coffee business because well yeah there's there's still there's still uh, work to go to get it up to the level of, of of perks you know from the the Googles of this world but like from my time at Twitter and Slack was just amazing to see the 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 cultures in those places really ambitious high performing um fun people to work with and a real unified kind of view on like what we were what we were trying to strive to do and 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 build and um that was that was always a really enjoyable a kind of culture and workforce to be part of so it was when we had the opportunity then to build you know kind of your own business from scratch and your own culture from scratch it was really trying to take the best parts of that and 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 obviously you know tailor them to be to 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 still be kind of 
uh, unique to Gym Plus Coffee. But you know, it was, it, that's I think some of the stuff that we that we really really focused on. You know, really from the from the early stages of hiring to onboarding and 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 beyond, it's to put a real emphasis on, you know, what's important to Gym Plus Coffee, what are our values, you know, how that should hopefully feed into into the team, um, and hopefully how they respond to it, and uh, and and thankfully that I think has has really kind of built us into a a, a team that's really uh, really kind of unified, um, really ambitious, like which is just. It's just brilliant, you know. You're you're working with people who are driving you on, and not the other way around. And um, and uh, and and yeah. So I think that was, I suppose, more than anything, you know, it, it was that was I think probably the biggest and most impactful thing that we were taking from kind of tech companies into into our own startup. You know, you to go back to your Slack example of when you were setting up Gym Plus Coffee and getting your own office and even how supportive they were with just going, hey, we don't need these chairs anymore. Like, feel free to take them. It sounds like that those environments, not only just great people in regards to like how intelligent and how pro- uh, productive, but just how supportive of others they are. And the fact that, you know, you said it, that they they weren't put out by the fact that they were supporting you. It was just like a natural thing for them. That's um, I think those kind of positive environments are just fantastic to hear about. And like, how often then do you and your co-founders uh, like discuss culture and have a conversation around culture? Yeah, I think it's a topic of conversation a lot. And I think, you know, really broadening that, not just from the, just the co-founders, but the, management team and all through all through the business it's 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 fascinating i think everyone's very protective of this and i think it's uh i think everybody knows how important it is to uh to our success to date and hopefully our success in 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 the future so um we do we put we put huge emphasis on it and i think you know i mentioned a minute ago but right from the start like when anybody joins Gym Plus Coffee, either on their own or, you know, a group of new hires, we've got like a really well planned out and and thoughtful, you know, first week of onboarding where they get an opportunity to meet everybody in the business. Everybody kind of tells them what they do, you know, what they're working on. And obviously then they're learning that first week of how, how and where they fit in. Um, and it, it, you get a couple of things from that. I think we've all been in, in, in roles where you kind of start your first day you're kind of shown a desk and then six weeks later you're still trying to figure out the lay of the land a little bit and you know that's intimidating and nervous and obviously not that productive so it was to you know firstly eliminate that but also just really get people plugged in right from the beginning um to hear from everyone about what they're working on and also get a real feel for the business um so obviously we, myself and the other co-founders and the rest of the leadership leadership team during that week as well and then at the end of their first week, um, they have to present back to the entire organization um, a presentation on, you know, who they are, a little bit about themselves, uh, their thoughts from the first week, what they'll be doing at Gym Plus Coffee and what they plan on, you know, what will be their first few projects for their first few weeks. So it really gets everyone on the same page. They've got to meet everybody. And then at the end of the first week, everybody gets to hear back from them as well about who they are, what they'll be doing, what they're bringing to the table and, 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 and. I think that works really well for aligning people and getting every, you know, getting, I suppose, the cult- culture across. And, um, and that's something that was, let's say, introduced by us, but like, that's, that's thankfully, you know, 
uh, ran and protected by all the kind of amazing people in the business now who no matter what's going on in that week, it could be our biggest launch or anything that they'll take time to make sure that they that's scheduled in calendars. So um, so I think stuff like that has, has, has worked really well for us. And I think then it's just, a, a, you know, for us, it's, it's understanding that, look, I mean, the, it's not about keeping the culture there's there's going to be an evolution to it it's you know it's going to change thankfully as people come into the business but you know hopefully in a real positive way as people bring in you know new perspectives and and, and ideas and thoughts to it but just knowing that there are some kind of fundamental parts to a gymplus coffee that are kind of non-negotiable and if if you if you don't if you don't uh if they don't match with you it won't be won't be a fit so you know we've got a, a few of those values that i think really really hold true and the the, the the first one and probably the most port, important one is always be sound and right. um right. <laughs> that i think just really gets people on the same page you know like it's it's it, it you know that, that that doesn't mean again you, you can't challenge and stuff but there's a real kind of respect with everyone there and a real um you know you know kind of understanding of what everyone's working to but you know just just everyone to kind of you know be sound about it because and, and i think thankfully if you talk to anyone on the team they're just they're they're equally ambitious and hardworking, but also you know great fun to have a point with. So you'd happily you know it's a it's a it's a great uh, balance to have. So when you're hiring, uh, how how are you able to identify those people that you're like, hey these these folks are sound and they fall under like the non negotiables, but they also also maybe will offer something new and offer new perspectives. Like how how do you go about finding those kind of people? One thing that works quite well for us is, is, is as well as, you know, a few stages in the interview process, um, you know, so you'd meet your kind of hiring manager first and then there's at the end uh, a, a, a broader one. So you definitely get to meet four or five other people in, in, in the business and four or five people within the business get get, get to meet the candidates, you know, and um but I think what's what we what what's a good part of our 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 um our, our recruitment process is is a project based part of the interview or of the, of the process. So, depending on what the role is, you, well, sorry, all roles get it, but it'll be tailored towards what you're doing, which is you know to do a project that would be based on, you know, analyzing the Jim Plus Copy website, you know, putting details together about you know what you would recommend and change to it. Um, who else would do you recommend or doing great jobs on e-commerce out there? You know, if you're hiring for somebody in in, in that team, and it, that's been probably the most helpful part of 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 the of it for us because it, you definitely get a feel for people obviously speaking to them but when you see how somebody approaches their work you really do get a good indication of of who they are how they how they tackle something like that and and, and what's most important is probably the effort that they put in because you know we've seen it, it many times we'll give the same project to five people and you know, someone will come back with two or three slides and then someone will come back with like 50 slides. You can clearly see they've spent the whole weekend working on it. And well, obviously you hope that's, it's right. And it has a good, good point of view, but it also, it, it means a lot when you just see that that's, that's how people approach it and that's the effort that they put into it. So that really helps us kind of um, understand probably who's the, the, the kind of the top talent coming into the business, because we can kind of really get a feel of, of how they approach what would be you know, a project or a piece of work that they would be doing anyway once they get into the business. So, um, so that definitely gets us a good feel, I think, for for great people and again who are coming with that right attitude that they know there's going to be you know work expected and they're happy to get get stuck into it. You know, you mentioned the example of we've all been there where we started a job, we were put at a desk, and then 
weeks later, we're still trying to figure things out. And the way that you and, you know, your leadership team have really driven this idea of like connecting with people earlier, making sure people feel like that they're part of the uh, part of the culture that they can add to it and that kind of thing. I imagine though, that 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 was quite challenging during the pandemic when kind of retail stores had to close um, temporarily um, and that people were working from home. Like what were the kind of things that you found were great ways to kind of maintain that connection to the company and make sure that people coming into the business um, could feel like that they were part of something and that they didn't feel isolated working from home? Yeah. Um, so I, I, there's nothing, I suppose, I think that we do revolutionary on, on that or anything, but I mean, it's a couple of, of, of just really kind of strong tools for, for communication. Um, so Slack being one of them, heavy Slack users, um, and, um, you know, team WhatsApp groups and everything like that. But so, so that we have the right kind of platforms to do it. And then it was probably just, uh, a kind of a, a, a natural push that one would be incredibly transparent. Um, so, you know, everybody, even if they're new on the team or have been there years or they're senior or junior would, you know, get the same information and updates about what's happening with the business, you know, for right from kind of big decisions to kind of financial performance and everything like that, because it just, again, helps people feel much more connected, I think, to what's going on and where they fit in. And that's something we just don't want to lose, lose sight of because that, that does get difficult as, as, as the business scales. Um, and then, um, then it's probably just really encouraging everybody then to be transparent and overshare themselves, be it in Slack or, or, you know, on our, team catch-ups because again sometimes i think depending if you've come from a different organization there's maybe a hesitancy to share what you're working on for fear maybe of it getting criticized or you know just not wanting to put yourself out there a little bit but um i'd like to think we're, we we try to take the other approach on that is that you know it just it's really helpful for other people to understand what you're working on they might be able to add some additional benefits to it and if they do question in any way you know it's ultimately for to help your that person or that team or that obviously the business overall and you know coming back to that I'll always be sound sound when you know it's 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 really to to you know done in the right way so i think uh, i think that's something we we, tr- we really try to promote that everybody again gives regular updates about what's going on with their part of the business you know good bad and ugly and um and and, and that, that that kind of plays its part so um surprisingly we actually managed through the working from home phase quite well all things considered you know you're still trying to do the friday zoom drinks and you know quizzes and stuff like that but just generally the team adapted to it so well and and felt you know yeah i still like it's still brilliant now to be back in the office we've a kind of a hybrid model now but um and i think that's perfect but you know thankfully again yeah we, we managed through it through that time relatively okay is work attire then strictly gym plus coffee clothing or are they able to to expand do you know what it's kind of there's two schools of thought on it so there's 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 the yeah gym plus coffee uh, all day every day but then there is uh, which uh, the other school of thought which is it's really interesting to see the other brands and gear that people wear because you can kind of take some inspiration and understand where, where what that brand is how do they discover it why are they wearing it what features they like from it so you know having a uh, 
you know, a big team now is a real strong focus group for us to understand, uh, you know, uh, kind of trends and opinions and, and, and styles and stuff like that. So, uh, yeah, no, so there's no, there's no strict, uh, gym plus coffee uniform enforced. That's good. I, I, I remember at Google, I was on a team that we introduced uh, formal Fridays, which was like, come in, like, suited and booted like as much as possible because you know we were we weren't a sales team we were kind of in the background so we were very very casual most of the time and we brought in the the formal fridays and it it was kind of fun to just kind of see people in a totally different light so you know one thing now like the offices reopened you have the hybrid model you're continuing to grow new stores are opening and the business is continuing to expand is there a trade-off between continued growth and maintaining this positive sound culture? Uh, I, I, th- I think so. Look, I mean, it's it, it just every, it, like it always gets more difficult the more people you have on the team, you know, to keep everybody aligned and motivated and, and connected to what's going on. Um, so, you know, yeah, we're not oblivious to that you know, feeling that things are going to have to change as the business scales and stuff like that. But, you know, certainly there's a magic you don't want to lose. And it's it's trying to get that balance right, because honestly, like half our job is trying to formalize the business more and have better processes and procedures and structures and, you know, um, all that kind of stuff that is needed because like, obviously when you get to different size without it, it just gets too much difficult and you're just, you're going around in circles. Um, so, so there's, there's that, but also then not losing that kind of scrappy, frantic, uh, roll up the sleeves approach to stuff. So, um, so it really is trying to get that balance. Uh, Des Trainer, the CEO of Intercom, gave a talk there recently at the Web Summit, and it was about never losing that startup mentality. And he just had such phenomenal points as to why it's so important not to get too structured and not to get too, um, you know, too too grown up too soon. And um, because a lot of the magic and reason you're successful so date is because you have that built in agility and, you know, speed that you can kind of move, move quickly and, 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 and adapt to things. And uh, he, I can't remember the exact line I'm misquoting it, but he was like, you know, if you're not moving at breakneck speed, basically you're, you're already kind of in trouble because that's what startups should feel like that, the, you know, the ground's always moving on you and that, I mean, that's, that's certainly our, our feeling to date is that the ground is always moving or the goalposts keep changing whatever you, you, way you want to put it because um, if they don't you're probably not doing it right because if you're you know you know trying to hit target X and, and, and you hit it you know you can't just sit back so obviously you have to move the goalpost again and say obviously amazing job everyone but now it's now that, that target's just got bigger or if if you have overshot that target, you know you do have to adjust it because as a startup, you can't afford to just kind of keep going down the wrong the wrong path and then kind of ultimately, um, you know, you, you know, um, you know, run things into the ground. So, um, you just it's it's always kind of um, for us, it's definitely still frantic trying to get more organized, um, and uh, uh, and I think just uh, yeah, just trying to make sure that the that everybody as much as possible understands why that is the case and hopefully buys into it at the same time then. I, I think that also comes 
background to, you know, what we were talking about at the beginning when it comes to passion, where it's like, if the grand's, if the grand's always moving, the goalposts are changing. If you're not passionate about it, you could almost like resign yourself to like, ah, like what's the point? Why, why should I keep doing this? Or like, uh, like, you know, do I really care if I achieve target X versus what I'm already on right now? And the momentum could be lost there without like a kind of a passion behind it. Um, so that's uh, interesting to hear. And I think like great advice and like great kind of insights for other potential entrepreneurs as well of like what to expect um, when establishing a new business. Like, so thinking about, you know, where you are today uh, versus where you were when you were first uh, beginning this journey, like what are the kind of piece of advice that you wish you could have gotten uh back when you were starting things up um, that you now understand that you now realize like what, what kind of advice would you give yourself? <laughs> yeah. Like there's so many different parts that you just kind of learn over the, the last few years, but do you know what? Like if, it, if I was given too much advice years ago, I just, I wouldn't have started because you know, the reality of it is, is, you know, oh, oh, to, to succeed is, is, is quite low and there's all these kind of other things. So, you, you know, you want to be, be careful on it, but um, like, I, you know, the watch outs are like that, you know, again, you know, um, you hear how frantic it'll be. And I'd worked in startups like Twitter and Slack, but obviously they were, you know, bigger startups and, you know, billion dollar valuations are very different. Um, so, you know, just really understanding how, how, how frantic it is. And then just really understanding how much headspace it takes. Cause even when you're not working, you just, you can't help but thinking about it. But I think like what's, what's definitely been our biggest achievements is, is, is two things. It's one, I think we've been, we've always kind of bitten off more than we could chew and just, you know, rally to make it work. And while what maybe wasn't perfect, it was the right decision to do that. And that helped, help move things forward. And, you know, coming back to that piece of momentum, you know, if we hadn't done that, it wouldn't have opened up this. And so I definitely think there's, you know, there's a, there's a, a kind of a, a say yes approach that you need in your first few years. I know there's a, again, another school of thought where people are like, get really focused and just focused on the things that, that, that matter. And I think there is a stage for that, but I think that sort of early few years, you got to be open to like, just, just other opportunities. And even if it feels like you, it's too big for you, I'd still try, try take it on. Um, and then, and then I think like the, the timing with the hiring is just such an important one. Um, you know, thankfully for us, we've, we, you know, we, we've never regretted it. Like all the, anytime we've kind of thought about hiring someone and then hired them within two weeks, we're like, how are we ever functioning without this person or this function or anything like that? You know, so again, like, you know, work within your means, but, but it, it feels like sometimes that, you know, the easy, that the, like, once you see somebody in who's good at what they do and what they're doing, you know, that whole thing, it takes them it would take you twice as time to do it half as good, you know, so getting real experts into the business, you know, know they're, they're part of it. So that's been a huge lesson for us. It's just a testament to how you're thinking about culture, that you're bringing in people that, you know, when they're two weeks in, you're already thinking, how do we live without this person? So, Nal, I just want to thank you firstly again. I know how busy things are uh, for you. So thank you so much for taking out the time 
the, the digital Irish community is filled with self-starters, aspiring entrepreneurs, investors, and people just constantly looking for what's new, what's innovative. Is there anything that our community can be doing to help with your continued growth? Just spread the word. <laughs> um, uh, uh, like, I mean, we're, you know, we're, like we're a, con- a consumer brand, right? You know, so um, for us, it's just, you know, get getting the word out there about us and that everybody hopefully in that, uh, the, in the digital Irish group and like that you mentioned and what they do, they're also customers, right? So hopefully we'll like shopping uh, some high quality gear. So, uh, so, so it really is that. And I think for us, look, we really are, are open to, to any new opportunities. We're at that stage now where thankfully we've got a really kind of, you know, strong core business based in Ireland and, you know, starting to grow now in the UK and the ambition and the goal for, for the brand and the business is really to kind of to scale internationally, you know, step by step. So, you know, knowing that so much of the digital Irish community is, is international and US based and all these places, you know, it's, you know, love to kind of hear any, any, any advice or thoughts or anything like that about how, how we could scale into, the, into these markets. But, um, but yeah, ultimately that the big ask is just, uh, you know, check out the website and, and tell all your friends. Thank you. So you ship to the U S just to confirm that as well. We do, we do. We ship pretty much worldwide. Yeah. So, um, you'd be all, all set there. So anybody listening to this now, you know what to do. Gym plus coffee, check out the website, make a couple of purchases. If you ever find yourselves in Ireland, you know where to get some like, you know, souvenirs and gifts for others as well. Uh, So Niall, thank you so much again. Really appreciate your time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks, Dave. And that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much again to Niall Horgan for joining us. And thank you to you, the listener. If you have any feedback, please email us at hello at digitalirish.com. We'd love your thoughts. We'd also love your suggestions for future interviews. So if you have any ideas, or if you yourself are an aspiring entrepreneur or somebody that is really making waves in the industry, please reach out to us. That email again is hello at digitalirish.com. Hope to see you back here soon.